Hello everyone, welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And it is your K-pop roundup for the month of January. <laughs> it's the K-pop roundup. So, January. <laughs> January. I can't believe it's already February. Yeah, let's not talk about the passage of time here. Uh, <laughs> uh. But I feel like traditionally January is kind of a shit month for music and movies. It's where all the things that couldn't make it into like the holiday season blowout kind of get put before people can be like, it's spring. We gotta like start it off with a bang. They get stuck into January. Yeah. This is why shitty horror movies always come out in January. Yes. There are two coming out this month. Yes. <laughs> the, the Hansel and Gretel one and uh-huh. like The Turning yeah. with uh, Finn Wolfhart. I am right. They are both crap. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, believe me. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about 20 K-pop songs that came out in January. Rachel, do you want to start us off? Sure. We have... So many boy groups this month. There was like only two girl groups that were even released a song. So bear with us. Lots of boys. January's for the boys. <laughs> January is for the boys. <laughs> so the first song that came out in January that we will be covering came out on January 2nd. And that was TST's Countdown. song right away i got funky bassline and then as the music video progressed i noticed that it sort of seemed like it was filmed in a parking garage and i was like someone gotta get these boys out of this parking garage get them out of this set please it was so boring yeah it was uh, i thought i thought it was visually interesting i think they did what they could with the like warehouse industrial setting that they were in i didn't hate it (laughs) but i really did like specifically the song so if you don't want to watch a bored music video just listen to the song but the song is like very funky and like fresh sounding and i really enjoyed that even though the song is just mid-tempo it's not a very like upbeat high tempo song but i thought it was really good except for the rap solo, which is very jarring and out of place. I don't understand why they do this. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like, it doesn't make the song any better. And it just makes it just makes it harder for the rapper to portray how good they are. It's so weird. You're just like, I can't wait for this part to be over and get back to the song I was listening to. It sucks for everybody. Stop yeah. doing it. <laughs> there, you know, in 2012 to like 2014, there was the dubstep breakdowns. Now it's the jarring trap rap solos. Yeah. The best example of this is in Moboland's Boom Boom. I love that song so much, but the rap solo brings it to such a screeching halt. Yeah. It's so poorly done. Yeah, I just, I hate that so much. It's like, let's stop the song in its fucking tracks, have a weird rap, and then continue. Like, what? (laughs) And just uh, because a group has a rapper doesn't mean they have to rap on every song. No. They can sing, too. All of them can sing, and all of them can dance. They've been doing this for, like, three to four years before debut, so. Let's move along to another song that was released on January 2nd. 
MCND released Top Gang. There is a definite trap influence in this, you can tell by the drum snares. And I instantly knew this was a debut brand new boy band because their names would flash up like credits when they appeared on screen and I was like, ah, I see what you're doing. Thank you for letting me know their names. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, ah, this must be a debut. Such energetic dance moves and crimped hair. Yeah. <laughs> Crimping is so ugly. It's coming back into style again, though. Mm. It goes around, it comes around. Mm. Yeah. I never thought it was cool or good looking. And I feel like people who do it now are just like, huh, look, it's so old and retro. But that doesn't make it good just because people did it in the <laughs> 90s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like Emily said, this is a new group and this is their debut song. MCND is a five-member boy group under Top Media. The group consists of Castle J, Bic, B-I-C, Min J, Huijun, and Win. They are all in their mid to late teens except castle j who is 21 years old that is the best stage name <laughs> hey yo my name is castle j <laughs> it almost it almost sounds like it could be a juggalo <laughs> <laughs> oh god well emily i'm glad he's the one that's 21 years old Woo! yeah be careful with this one y'all also i'm very unsure of their name i am almost positive it's mcnd because k-pop profiles called them mcnd and they're usually right but other sources it seemed like their name is top gang so i'm very confused i think they're i think they might be mcnd top gang with the song top gang but i don't know if you know let me know but i'm just gonna go with the group is mcnd for now because that's how it is on spotify so this is what i think it is you know how Girls' Generation is also SNSD? Yeah. And that's because Girls' Generation in Korean could be shortened to the acronym SNSD. Yeah. I'm guessing that's what's going on here. Uh, it could be. Could be. That's my best guess. I don't know. It's confusing. YouTube confused me with the names, <laughs> but we're gonna go with that. I really like this song. They really remind me of, like, a mashup of early Monsta X and Teen Top. Like, if they had a baby. <laughs> I really miss that style, actually, and the b-boy dancing. It's so cool and very high energy. It just looks awesome in a music video. And I just like this type of song. It's something I would, like, listen to while I'm at the gym. It makes you kind of feel like a badass. I definitely liked the choreography more than I liked the song itself. I was tempted to mute it and put a better song on. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm telling, the dancing is impressive. I was like, wow, that's really cool. You really do not see b-boy moves that often because mm -hmm. number one they are hard Very. number two it takes a lot of training and number three you can get injured yeah so i mean they were doing some stuff like in sync with each other right next to each other so they definitely had a lot of training with that and are pretty talented they did not look hard at all they looked no. kind of <laughs> just like you know 
16 boys. The song is going like way harder than they look. Yeah, I thought that was endearing. I mean, especially after I learned that they're all in their mid to late teens anyways, like how hard can you really be when you're like a 16 year old Korean boy? So that's the tea. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they were cute. I liked it. (laughs) I thought it was okay. Let's move along to our next song released on January 8th. Dream No released Wish. I thought this music video had very cute styling. Everything was kind of black and pink. I kind of wish though that there was a concept. There was no concept. It was girls in cute outfits in a box set dancing and like doing eggyo faces and Mm. I'm so cute. And I think we're just past that, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they could fill a niche that isn't being filled right now. They're definitely very, like, bubbly and upbeat, and so is the song. And that very, like, hyper-feminine, like, very pink, dreamy, soft pastel colors. I don't really see any girl groups doing that anymore. They're all trying to be Blackpink. (laughs) So... I feel like I'm getting kind of orange caramel vibes from them, kind of crayon pop if they went more like with the retro theme. I feel like this aesthetic is really cute and I want to encourage them to keep going, but to maybe improve upon their song quality because seeing this was honestly refreshing compared to the stuff that we normally see. Even going like early Red Velvet, Dum Dum type theme where it's just very saturated, bright colors, almost like fantastical in nature. I think they could do something really cool with that. I did think, however, the backup dancers in the music video were kind of unnecessary because they're a six-member group. Mm -hmm. So in the future, keep the pink but lose the backup dancers. So like, I thought this kind of reminded me of WJSN's Pinky Star. Yeah. But it is nowhere near as catchy. Yeah. And I was like, damn, if they had a better producer... This could have been, like, a really, really catchy, girly Mm -hmm. song. And, like, I really like Pinky Star. Like, that's my shit. So, yeah. I mean, the the girly, pretty concepts aren't very popular right now, but I still like them, personally. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not like, I'm a little girl, ooh. Yeah, that's creepy. (laughs) Yeah, no school uniforms. Please, no more. Please stop. Please stop with those. There was nothing revolutionary in terms of this music or the music video, but it is still very upbeat and very happy, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll definitely be listening to this this month. Yeah, the song is better than the video, so. All right, let's move right along to the next song that was released on January 8th, which is Amber Lou's Stay Calm. So this is also a lot like CL's collage style music video. There's home videos, behind the scenes music video clips, dance practice clips, videos of her working out, just videos of her goofing off with her friends, intertwined with, you know, emotional, I'm singing outside in the middle of the road. Yeah. Letting myself be free. (laughs) 
Yeah, for sure. I think her voice is absolutely beautiful in this yeah. song. And it has a lot more going for it musically than her previous song that was released in December. Um, it's definitely not an upbeat song, but it's still, again, mid-tempo and I enjoy it. In particular, though, I feel like her lyrics are really moving. Like, her chorus is, I'll keep running for my life over and over again. And then at the end of the song, she says, I'm learning to feel again, which really, like, hits home. And I was scrolling down through some YouTube comments because that's what I do when I'm watching these music videos sometimes. And, you know, that struck home with a lot of other people, too, especially when you consider her finally finally being able to release music without being under the thumb of you know korean man management yeah yeah i feel like amber is now only releasing songs that have a message yeah. and that really say something about her and her life and her viewpoints mm -hmm. so that's good i like that she has the creative freedom to do that she always sounds amazing she sounds so feminine yeah all the time and yet it's such a a uh, contrast to how she looks and her aesthetic mm -hmm. and I love that so much and I'm just so happy that she's constantly like releasing a slow drip of music videos yeah she is on tour right now you guys should check it out she's doing this to promote her tour yeah. so she's probably coming to a major city in your state yeah I just love how buttery her voice is like I could listen to it all day <laughs> it's like it's so light but also like soulful yes Love That's that. a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. Let's move along to our next song. On January 10th, ANS released Say My Name. Just say my name. Say my name. I will say this. This is a banger. I have declared it a banger. It is not only a banger, it is a bop. We need a sound effect for banger. I'll find one. Like, pew, pew, pew. Like, pew, pew, banger. <laughs> or, or maybe just an aggressive cowbell. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> banger alert. You heard that here, folks. It is the first banger of 2020. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I got such a 21 vibe from this. It was crazy. It was like 21 without being like super aggressive. And I fucking love it. But I felt like the styling could have been more like they should have been more aggressive in their styling. Yeah. I loved their makeup as well. Peachy makeup is really having a moment in mm -hmm. Korean music videos. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot because I have pink hair. <laughs> it goes great with my face. So I really liked it. Also a lot of glitter. A lot of like... Not only glitter on, not only glitter eyeshadow, but like literal gems underneath eyes. Like that's mm. a drag queen move. T. Yeah. So just glitter everywhere. This also was a box set with lights, which was so fucking boring. And there was no concept <laughs> or plot. And that was disappointing. It's almost like there's a trend with these music videos. There's no concept, no plot. They're trapped in a box. <laughs> They're just like, get that song out, throw a video too, I guess. Yeah, January. Yep. I also really like this song. This was a group that debuted in late 2019, so they're a fairly new group, and they have eight members. ANS does not stand for answer. <laughs> it stands for Angel and Soul. And I really like the harnesses that they have at like the very beginning of the, of the video. I thought that was really cool, so... 
Lean for in. them. Lean in. Yes. I like the chorus a lot when they say speak up, speak up. And I love the, all the black they're wearing. And it's kind of like a hardcore kind of goth aesthetic, kind of. And the end of the music video, there's eight of them standing in a row. And then a ninth person walks up. So it, it, it seems like they're going to get a ninth member, which I think is cool. So, yeah, it seems like nine is kind of like a magic number for girl groups. Yeah. For large girl groups, anyway. Mm -hmm. I guess it's great for dance formations. I mean, yeah, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm super excited for more music from ANS. This went immediately on my K-pop playlist. This is a certified banger. (laughs) All right, moving along to January 13th. Zyko released any song. So, okay. This had a plot. It had a concept. Yes. Zyko is sad, and it's his birthday, so his friends throw a house party to cheer him up. Yep. And he is not having it. And I will just say, the people they cast as his friends look like normal dudes that you would see on the street, very normal looking. They probably are his friends. Probably. And Zyko is there, and he is clearly the hottest friend. (laughs) It's like, normal dude, normal dude, wow, model, normal dude. (laughs) Um, yeah. I, I was like, hmm, <clears throat> if they all go out together, the girls are going to be swar- swarming Zyko. Very true. Yeah. This music video was very cute, which is kind of a departure because in my mind, Zyko is like really hardcore, in your mm-hmm. face, aggressive, yeah. like posturing, macho. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been doing that much these past, I'd say three years. Not really. Mm-hmm. But... This was, like, way cutesier than I would expect from him. But also it was boring. This song was so boring. I disagree. I really liked this song and the music video. I thought it had a really strong theme and the lyrics were really good. It is a rap song, which is not your cup of tea. So that's (sighs) probably where the disconnect is. I don't, I don't like the lo-fi rap It's such, it's such a good flow though. Like he has, (sighs) he has a really good flow. If you like rap, you like the song. <laughs> but basically, like Emily said, he's essentially rapping and singing about being burned out and depressed and trying to cheer himself up anyways at his birthday party. And some lyrics that I really liked were, and obviously this is an English translation of the Korean that he's singing, but tell me what I gotta do and I don't want to think anything. I'll live as nobody for a moment. I'm sick and tired of my everyday. And he's like, but I'll play this song anyway. And I just think it's a really cute video and I love that they sing happy birthday and he just deadpans and like walks completely out of the house and just runs away with a big smile on his face. So I thought the video was good, but the song was so boring. Yeah, I'm a Zyko stan. So, all right, let's move along. Also released on January 13th, 2Z released My First Hero. So this is a debut song for this new idol band. It's a band, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary pals. 
it has folks. <laughs> um, it is five members, and they are all in their late teens to early twenties. So kind of safe, I guess. <laughs> this is definitely a rock song, and it reminds me of like mid two thousands pop rock with again some weird rap breakdown thrown in. The music video doesn't really tell any story except that they're just angsty and in transit. At least it was outside. It was outside, but they were just like angsty and in transit. (laughs) So the first thing I noticed was one of them had like a skateboard and he was kind of posing with a skateboard. And I just thought, he was a skater boy. Me too. (laughs) And I was like, hmm, these guys look like really normal also. They just look like dudes hanging out. And I thought the music video was really fun and it wasn't restricted to the sets. They, they weren't really doing much, but at least they were outside. I was like, oh my God, thank God. Because I watched <laughs> They got <it>. out. <laughs> we watched this in a playlist. So I was like, oh, someone got outside. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And I like the song a lot. I really, really like pop rock from like 2004 mm-hmm. to 2009. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. I love it. I was thinking that this was a band because they were playing instruments, but there was a rap, but the rap breakdown kind of threw me for a loop. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Is this like a band or is this an idol group? It's, it's both. The rap breakdown, I don't know why they put that in there. It could have been just fine without it. So. Yeah, that, that did throw me for quite a loop. But I would say that if you like, like, upbeat, fun pop rock, check this out. It is good. I was trying to think of a band to compare them to. Can you think of one? Uh, who, who who sings Ocean Avenue? Yellow Card? Yeah. It reminds me of Yellow Card. Uh, I could kind of see that. I guess it most reminds me of Reliant K before they went Christian. Okay, yeah, I can see that too. Like a more poppy Reliant K. Yes. Okay. All right, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move along to our next song. January 17th, BTS released Black Swan. And before we get into this, I was exposed to this song through a YouTube video. I don't really keep up with BTS. If they release a song, obviously we know about it, but like all the the snippets and previews and stuff, we're not aware until they actually drop the song, guys. Mm -hmm. I like them, they're okay, but we're not ARMY. Yeah. So they were on a late night show and they performed this song. Yep. And they were barefoot. And I found out because Jezebel wrote an article like, BTS really, like, they're, like, good for BTS, dancing barefoot or something like that. And I was like, please have no one comment on their feet. Oh, why people gotta be nasty. And lo and behold, people were being fucking nasty about their feet. Oh, (laughs) oh. Leave the boy's feet alone. Yeah. Do that in your private room, okay? (laughs) Yeah. So, with that aside, first thing, Rap Monster in his turtleneck, looking like a dad. I was like, hey. <laughs> He's so handsome. Like, I, I, know. I, know, I know ARMY is, like, thirsty after, like, um... G-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I stand Rap Monster. I know. He's, He's such a dad. Like, I love him. I love him, too. I feel like 
You know what? No, I'm not gonna say it because I don't want Arby to kill me. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, I I just feel like he's like classically handsome. Yes, he he does look very good in a turtleneck. <laughs> he looks very good in a, he looks very like classy. I really like that. Yeah, he does look very classy. He he always comes off like more mature than everybody else. He's too. the oldest, right? So I'm just like I don't know. The mature women in us, I guess, are attracted to the mature <laughs> man in him. <laughs> Uh, say what you're one more time. <laughs> I like it. Don't get me wrong. I do like the song. But I do not think it's as memorable as some of their other releases. Their dancing, which was like interpretive dance, modern dance, very cool. It was gorgeous. Awesome. You have to watch the music video. I- I'm saying that now. Like, just listening to the song isn't gonna give you the full effect you need to watch the music video. And... <laughs> The way it ended, it was like, black swan, exclamation point. And I was like, there is no fucking way there's an exclamation point in any of this song. Okay, I have a confession to make. I'm pretty sure the video I got that from was like a fan site. So that's why it says black swan at the end, Emily. (laughs) I don't think that's part of the official music video. It's because all I could find was all the late night show clips. And Uh I didn't want that one to be like, Mm -hmm. because it's not the music video. But anyways, anyways. Okay, so the <laughs> the video that I watched, the video then, that's on the YouTube playlist, uh, exclamation point! I was like, <laughs> okay, it made me laugh too. Yeah, I like the song too. I agree with Emily. It's definitely not as memorable as their other songs. However, I do think it's very emotional. It almost sounds like they're fighting off their inner demons, like their inner black swan, through the lyrics. I could have interpreted that wrong, but that's what I got from it. It's how I felt about it. (laughs) I thought the music video was very cool. It almost looked like how Hello from Adele was shot, like with a very blue, like melancholy filter kind of over, like a blue gray filter over everything. And they were just like standing in nature and like letting the breeze whip by them and like (laughs) in an abandoned building, like freestyle dancing. And it was just very like in your feelings. And I really liked that. It was very dramatic and, like, dark and melancholy, which is something I don't think BTS does very often. So it was interesting to see that side of them. I liked it. Let's move along to our next song. On January 19th, High Tension released High Mode. This is probably my favorite song of this month. This was so good. It was like a retro funky beat. It definitely had like a Daft Punk influence. So the video was boring and it looks like it was shot in a warehouse that is sometimes a sex dungeon. It does look like that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not the first video we've talked about that uh, looks like it was shot in a warehouse. But this song slaps. I'm going to certify it as the second banger. Banger alert. This is a banger. Skip the video, listen to the song. Yes, I completely agree. I was very taken aback by how much I like this song. I was like, wow, I really like this very auto-tuned electronica music vibe that I'm getting. It's really hard to understand what's being said. It's kind of like mumbled. 
but I like how upbeat it is and that they're playing instruments. The face masks that both of them are wearing are a really cool touch too. I didn't realize that the group is only two members because of that, but when I looked them up, they're only two members in this group and they actually formed all the way back in 2015 and the two members, their stage names are Ultra Bang and Tempest and they're both (laughs) 26 years old, so they're just about our age. Those are some stage names. Ultra Bang. Tempest. Tempest. It's like, damn, like, you're a storm at sea causing chaos. The only thing that's sad about this (laughs) is that they are self-managed, so on Spotify, this song is not there. However, I put another song of theirs on there because their whole genre is electronica, house music, so everything that they have, their whole discography sounds like this song. Please support these people and... With it being hard to understand, it's in Korean. We can't understand it. That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just very mumbly, but it, yeah. it goes well with the song. I cannot stress this enough. Please watch this video to get the view count up so they'll put it on Spotify. I need it. Hell yes. All right, moving along to our last featured song, which came out on January 28th, and that is, of course, Super Junior's Tuya Tuyao. Super Junior has been really like hitting it out of the park for me lately. I know. Like, they had a total, like, renaissance. Yes. They're like, we have risen, bitches. (laughs) While all of them finished their uh, dedicated army service, and now they're like, and now we rise as one. It's like, and now that we're even more buff and hot, here we are (laughs) again. It's so nice to see Kyuhin in the videos. I know, he's so cute. I love him. (laughs) Yeah. And the rapper with the fucking eyebrow piercing. I was like, is that new? Has he always had his eyebrow pierced? <laughs> I'm very interested, and it looks really good. <laughs> I love facial piercings on men. I was very into it. I just love that your notes are incredibly attracted to eyebrow piercing in all caps. All caps. <laughs> I got a very similar vibe to the Sorry Sorry era, mm-hmm. just in terms of how the music video was, not in terms of the song, but like, Kyuhin was kind of in this concrete hallway, like, modeling and, like, mm-hmm. singing. And I was like, oh, wow, this definitely reminds me of, like, Bon Amanda, Sorry mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, it does. I really do like this song, but at some points it kind of, like, softens. I wish that it stayed, like, super hard and in your face like it did through the chorus, just throughout the whole song. There's also great falsetto, and I was just, like, straight up vibing. she was vibing i really like this more aggressive like in your face tone that they have with this song and again harkens back to songs they produced in the past overall it's an extremely well-produced music video and song i would expect no less from super junior they've been at this a really long time they have a lot of you know management support etc the box sets though were really disappointing and a bit boring i wish they would have let them outside that would have been cool I mean, Super Junior was, like, raised in the box set, you know? Yeah. I feel like... Bottle fed in the box set. (laughs) I was born in the box set. (laughs) Molded by it. Jesus. (laughs) For me, Super Junior is, like, one of the only groups who can get away with the box set video. 
It just, I, I know that's unfair to other groups. It's because it's vintage at this point. Yeah. It's because it harkens back to when they debuted in like 2008. And that's the only reason. I mean, Super Clap, they were out and about. Mm-hmm. It's not like they only do box sets. Yeah, I know. I think Super Clap is like my favorite video they've ever done. Because they have like the big guy doing DDR. Like yep. jumping and doing DDR. I was like, that's me. Yeah, they did. They also had him do a front slot and dancing this time, too, which I thought was cool. I didn't expect Siwon to rap in this song, and I was not okay when he did. Like, Mm -hmm. I needed a moment. In fact, they all look fantastic. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) I literally paused the video, and I'm like, is is that (laughs) Siwon? Is that my baby Siwon? I was like, someone get surgery? Like, who is this? It was C1. Yes. Just with a different hairstyle. Yes. Really, really like the song. Immediately went onto my playlist. I think I like Super Clap more, but this is still like a really good song. Super Junior, please do a US tour. I feel like you're popular enough. Please. Oh my God. I would love that. Wouldn't that be awesome? I would love that. I would totally go. Yeah. I would even buy like maybe a $150 ticket to go. Just saying. They have so many good songs. They do. That would be the tits. The tits. (laughs) Yeah. SM, do you hear us? (laughs) So that was it for the songs that we're going to cover in detail. Now let's move on to our honorable mentions. We're going to be fairly quick about these because we are already over time. Jesus Christ, we talked a lot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) January 5th, SF9 released Good Guy. Basically, it's about them being good guys and you're bad. But I'm slow to show my feelings and I'm kind of lost in myself and also you're bad. I really liked it. And you can do the shoot to it. It has that like tempo. On January 6th, AT's released Answer. The music video has a lot of interesting sets. The song itself is not super memorable. The rap is well incorporated at least. It sounds a bit like modern card songs at some points. On January 6th, B.O.Y. released My Angel. Okay, shirtless manses. I liked the way that this mid-tempo song sounded. It's very emotional and epic. My Angel is a great choice for the fans. Winky face. (laughs) January 7th, Very Very released Lay Back. This is a debut song for Very Very. They're a seven-member group under Jellyfish Entertainment. Everyone is in their mid to early 20s, except Kang Min, who just turned 17. Yes. (gasps) Um, Interesting music video concept. They're basically facing off against their mirror selves. Chorus is much better than the rest of the song, and the rap solo pulls you out of the song. On January 9th, Ong Sung Woo released We Belong. I haven't heard of this solo artist before, but the song is decent. The music video is dramatic and romantic to match the song, and he has a great voice. He was previously in the group 101. On January 12th, Anoi released Cheeky. And right off the bat, there are fantastical themes centering around apples and fruit. One of the members has hot pink hair. It looked exactly like my hair when I just get it dyed pink. I was like, bam, that is awesome. And he's the rapper, which I thought was really awesome that like the macho rapper has hot pink hair. They also have another member with like fire engine red hair. And I was like, damn, they took these boys to the salon and then immediately to the set. <laughs> like The dye was fresh. And this is a funky and well-rounded song that's really heavy on guitar and the rap is well incorporated. On January 15th, Taeyeon released Dear Me. I've heard this song already and I like the lyrics a lot. Someday if I can just tell myself, I love myself, I trust myself, I'm standing by my side. But the song is definitely very slow. Taeyeon is just showcasing her amazing voice in the song. Amazing, but so fucking boring. On January 16th, Craxy released My Universe. This is a pre-debut song, question mark. It sounds 
very weird. I love their hair. One girl has like this blonde, pink, like strawberry lemonade looking hair. That was very distracting because I was like, wow, I want my hair to look like that. Yeah. It sounds weird. Like the the rap is so bad. The voices and the music seem to be like competing. It's very weird. Oh, they need a new producer. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Yep. On January 28th, Siyun of Dreamcatcher released Paradise. She has such an amazing, powerful voice. It really does sound similar to a Dreamcatcher song to me. It's epic and could be the opening or ending to an anime. I think an ending, like an ending to Inuyasha. Yeah. On January 31st, IZ released The Day, and this is produced by Sweetune, and it's not my cup of tea. It's cool that they're playing instruments. There's like too many laws in it. Eh. Yeah, but you liked the music video. The music video was cool, not gonna lie. But the song, meh. And overall, I feel like it's more important to have a good song, boring music video, than a really cool video, boring song. I agree. So that is it for our K-pop roundup for January 2020. Cannot believe we're already in 2020, and I cannot believe we're already in February. <laughs> Can you believe we've been doing the K-pop roundup for a year? I know it's it's been a it's been a marathon. Doing a review every month really makes the time fly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, it's already time for more suffering. <laughs> yeah, let's finish this out with our weekly K-pop recommendations. My weekly K-pop recommendation is something that came out in February, so we didn't talk about it today. But I am recommending Everglow's Dun Dun. I'm like an Everglow stan now. <laughs> Who would have thought? My recommendation for this month is Zyko's Any Song. <laughs> because I just, I don't know. I like it a lot. It resonated a lot with me today. So, Guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the K-Pop Roundup. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Check us out on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Check us out on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can find our podcast anywhere podcasts are normally found. Wherever you're listening now, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do to listen to our episodes every week on Friday, which is when we release them, unless it is a holiday or we are dead. Or something comes up at our jobs, we both work full time. Same thing is dead. Yeah, same, same thing is dead. Spiritually dead. Spiritually dead. Emotionally yeah. dead. If you like this episode, please consider leaving us a tip on coffee.com. I believe it's just coffee.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find a link to all of our social media accounts and our coffee in our Instagram link tree. It's the link in the bio. It has a link to everything. Also, we're going to be at SwampCon this year. SwampCon needs your help. I'm going to be real. Yeah. A lot of you guys probably don't know this, but... SwampCon is completely funded by the University of Florida. It is a free convention. It's funded by the anime club there. Rachel and I, when we were in undergrad, we were members of the anime club. We really had a great time with Gator Anime. We have volunteered at almost every single SwampCon. Yeah. We really like it. We like being guests there. We like being volunteers. This year, for the student government funding, a white supremacist group basically sued UF and change the way that student organizations get their money. So SwampCon is coming up basically about $1,500 short of their normal budget. Yeah. This stuff pays for rooms, and it pays mostly for UFPD security. Yeah, so if you would consider donating, I believe they have an Indiegogo 
right now collecting funds for SwampCon. It is a really good cause. A lot of high school students that don't have money to go to actual anime conventions attend, and it's really important that we nurture our youngins. Also, if you donate to SwampCon's Indiegogo, it's very similar to punching a Nazi in the face because that's pretty much what happened. You can just donate money. I think you can also get t-shirts and other things like that. I think you can buy VIP tickets, which, which lets you like cut the line for certain things. Please just check it out. Swampcon.org is the website. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. There's links to everything there. Please support it, especially if you live in North Central Florida. It is the only con in North Central Florida, so... It's free. It's a really great cause. A lot of people from far around come because it is free. Because the average con in Florida is like 40 to $50 just for one day. So it's really near and dear to our hearts. Please consider donating. Yep. We hope you guys have a great Friday and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.